Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome along to the podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you along. As always, if you're a new listener and this is the first time that you have tuned into us on Leader Manager Coach, a real, real warm welcome. If you're one of our established long-term listeners, been with us for a while and realise the value that you get from Leader Manager Coach, then also welcome along and don't forget to share the news. And uh, let's get to, let's get more people on board with uh, understanding what our philosophy is all about and sharing what it is we believe in to create great people as well as great athletes and, and great players, as well as enjoying the journey ourselves. Well, as you... Now, from Leader Manager Coach, one of the things that's uh, very, very strongly established in our culture is, uh, is uh, gleaning the wisdom from great minds and great people who have gone before us, whether they're in the industry, in the football industry, or they're not in the football industry. And as you well know, one of the things that we we talk about very often is um, the, the absolute fundamental necessity and value that there is in reading and one of the simplest ways and this is probably a tip from from to start with really is one of the simplest ways and the easiest ways to establish a habit of reading because reading is really a habit it's not the often the easiest thing in the world to do particularly it seems to be particularly so in the world as it is today and there seems to be so much well, there is. It's not about seeming. There, there actually is. People are paid great sums of money to attract our attention and to get into our minds and to advertise, and that's the way the world runs. And the most valuable thing in the world is attention. If you look at what the is paid for and people try to grab, um, I'm sure if oxygen and the water become such such uh, recognize it as valuable things then the people's perspectives may change but i'm sure you get the drift so if you want to get into a it let's go back a stage it's not easy to always sit down and give yourself x amount of time to read but one of the ways that you can do that you're going to have to set up a habit to do it and um anybody struggling with habits go and have a look at james clear sign up for james clear's uh weekly downloads and certainly have a look at his book Atomic Habits it's absolutely mind-blowing but if you want to create a reading habit one of the simplest ways to do that is to get yourself a, a, one of those books there's so many on Amazon that are daily reads which have like half a page or one page or a page and a half on a particular topic that you can read simply at five or ten minutes in the morning or a particular allocated time of the day and then that's your reading habit done and um, it's a great way to get into it and one of the one of the things that or one of the people that I've got into is a, in, in that vein really with a, a a daily read 
is a guy called Henry Nowen. Now, and uh, Henry Nowen's a um, a guy out of the spiritual field, really, um, and was more of a religious leader. But um, has written a phenomenal number of books, and posthumously, as many people who who are like that, their their fame doesn't kind of come to light until after their passing. And uh, one of the things that's influenced me recently is uh, the writings of this man. And um, I'm going to call this episode Building Great Players and Building Great People. Or Building Great People and Building Great Players. Inspired by some of the the writings of Henry Nouwen. So uh, we're going to get straight into it without further ado. And one of the things, again, that runs through Leader Manager Coach in our quest for greatness in our sport, for creating amazing players and developing people's attention, people's potential, is that the sport, the activity, the success on the pitch, on the field, is just one aspect of life. We do have a more rounded approach, and it's actually, we actually believe they go hand in glove, and one cannot, one without the other is not success. And we define success at leader, manager, coach as creating great people or facilitating the creation of great people or facilitating people to create greatness in themselves or to recognize their own greatness and to develop themselves, not just in a sporting aspect. Although, of course, our key and our fundamental focus, of course, is on the game. We love the beautiful game and developing amazing players. So here we go. As a coach, as a leader, as a manager, remember that every single training session, every single day is a new start. And how many times have we had a, had a real stinker of a training session, a real miserable hour or a really miserable half hour? The session hasn't gone right. The players haven't done what you've wanted. It hasn't seemed to work. It may be cold. It may be miserable. The ball's going everywhere. People can't seem to control it. Nothing seems to come off. There's no flow. And people get aggravated with each other. And it's uh, draw a line under it and move on day. But always remember, particularly with young players, that the next session or the next day is a brand new start. And we have to start anew every day. We have to start anew all the time. And that is one of the beautiful things about life is that no matter how low we've dropped, no matter how much we failed, if we can, if we do use that term, no matter where we are, we can begin again tomorrow. And that is what many of the great philosophers talk about. And when people ask me, you know, have you done this? Have you done that? My answer simply often is I just stick at it. I just stick at it until I find a way and I find what doesn't work. And then you'll find eventually by the grace of your mind, by the grace of the universe, what does work? It's often a question of elimination and we try and we try and we try. And you, on the way, that's, that, that's the key, isn't it? Because on, it's on the way, the kind of person you develop into and the resilience you develop on, on the way, not actually just the end result. So it's that beginning again at each new training session and always remind that, remind your players of that and come to it with a fresh attitude. So easy to judge a player for a week, a month, because they're having a bad time, particularly young players who can take months and months to grow and to come through growth spurts and so on, and to pigeonhole them. And uh, we often have to just leave that to one side and 
today is a new day. With your players, remember to constantly remind them of their uniqueness. Every single player, every single person, every single individual, that includes us as leaders, managers and coaches are unique and individual. And we have to remind people of their own greatness, their own strengths. And it is a great thing to do because the world doesn't do that to people. And if you're one of those inspirers and one of those facilitators and one of those balcony people, as I heard it called, um, who shout out the good points of people and make people feel good about themselves and show them the way in terms of what's great within them and what positive traits they have got, then that's a very, very valuable aspect of being a great leader. And on, on, that, on that vein, with young players, you have to try and get them to trust them, themselves. And one of the great dilemmas in football, in sport, but particularly in football is the coach and the role of the coach and are we trying to change players and how much freedom do, they, do we give them to develop and how much do we try and control them and, and, and how do we allow them to develop freely but at the same time educate them in the skills and the, the tactics and, and the techniques and so on. But it's, it's always fundamentally left that Every player is an individual and they have to be allowed to contact and be in touch with their, their own greatness and not be what somebody else wants them to be. We're there to facilitate that development. That's what we're there to do. We, we, yes, we're teachers. Yes, we're leaders. Yes, we show the way. But actually, are we just there to bring out the best in people and and? Give them the benefit of our own wisdom and our own experience, which will help them on the way and on the path. And somewhere in there is the answer. I don't know exactly where it is, and it's probably different for every coach and different for every player, but somewhere it's in there. And if we can be all things to all people, then I think we might be on the way to being uh, somewhere on the way to, to whatever our success is. And in that, in that, on that particular aspect, be the one, be the leader, be the coach, be the manager, be the one that they can come to and trust. Be the one who accepts them for who they are in all their darkness and all their light because people, because players, individuals will mess up. You know, don't hold grudges. Understand it's a people business so much just like everything else really, or so many things, it's a people business. And we, as, a, as an individual who accepts other people's frailties, doesn't mean you accept them and just let them get away with laziness and ill discipline and bad behavior and upsetting other people and acting in a way that's not harmonious. It just means understanding the humanity in everybody so that you can be the one that they know they can come to when they've messed up, when they're in a bad place, when they need pulling up, when they need help, when they need to open up, when they need to just tell somebody what the problem is, be that person. If you're that stonewall, cold, rock hard, granite, 
impenetrable personality. Yes, you will use the fear and the stick, but it will only get you so far. You have to be that one that they trust. However you develop that within your own personality. Some people talk about it as the characteristic of compassion. And look, as tough as professional sport is, as brutal as the reality of life is, as everybody will tell us, as the Stoic philosophy points out all the time and Jordan Peterson talks about so so well and anybody who's achieved anything will tell you how difficult it is then within that and on the way we need to be compassionate that includes compassion for ourselves and for others if we can't be compassionate to ourselves it's highly unlikely we can be compassionate to others remind your players your squad your boys your girls your team your team members your family and yourself that commitment is black and white you are either committed or you're not you ask anybody you're in a relationship with if you're happy or they're happy with you being half committed you'll soon get the answer of what commitment is all about and uh, we're human beings we are frail we have days where we are it's difficult to get our physical actions in line or aligned fully with a pre-made commitment but that is life that is the process that is the journey but we have to keep renewing and reminding ourselves that commitment is commitment and more than half the or whether you look at it in that kind of value or not more than you know half of getting somewhere is doing the things we need to do whether we feel like it or not if you go out to work and you have a job you're committed to it to earn money for your family or whatever it is and the alarm clock goes off do you feel like getting out of bed it's highly unlikely that you do if you're a human being and you enjoy being warm and comfortable and would like another 15 minutes in bed but we get up because we have made a commitment next one being teachable and this comes along the lines of humility we all need to or we would all benefit by being teachable and understanding that we don't know everything we will never know everything and having an attitude of I can learn something here and I don't know all that's to be that is to be known and maybe my perspective on this isn't the most valuable at this particular time and a little piece of advice or some information may completely change how I see something and change outcomes enormously and change the course of careers and change the course of games and everything else we have to be teachable and I think by being humble ourselves and being learners and lifelong learners and allowing ourselves to be guided whether, whether that's through a live mentor or reading wisdom or literature or masterminds podcasts whatever it is and that should spill over into those you lead because 
you need to be able to guide them. And I think that if you are somebody who has that philosophy yourself, and as many people have said, I, what you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you say. You be a, a reader and a leader and a learner, and so will those that you lead yourself. Within, we've kind of linked on this one before, but within the context of life in the 21st century, I think it's completely valuable to enable those you lead, your young players particularly, and also anybody of any age to beware of the compulsions of the social and the world we live in. Um, this morning I've had to spend some time getting a new piece of equipment up and running. It was actually a, a new phone because after five and a half years, my current or X telephone had given up the ghost. And so I had to spend time setting up a new one and spending excessive amount of time on a phone with setting up apps and, and getting the phone back to where it was so that it's functional for myself is not something that I'll, I think of as valuable time. And it just reminded me as I was putting passwords in and etc. etc. and I was getting bombarded with social media requests and icons for this and, and reminders for this, how easy it is to be distracted. And an hour and a half later, I emerged from a head down posture with a headache and thinking I hadn't achieved anything. I've actually set up the machine to work, but without that discipline of understanding that the world wants our attention, the world wants us, our minds, our finances, our attention. And we have to be reminded on a consistent basis that it is belongs to us and it is for us to do what we want with. And if anybody's going to be successful anything, in anything, they have to focus. And we have to be focused in order to facilitate the success in others. And they have to be focus themselves on what it is they're doing. Ask anybody who's achieved any level of mastery. Here's a big one. We talk about it often. We, we've talked about it before in terms of rest, recuperation and recovery. This particular gentleman talks about it in terms of white space. Make sure you've got some white space, white space, an empty page in your diary for you so that you can do what it is you need to do to rest and recover, whether it's to have a, a little bit extra time sleeping or reading or relaxing or walking, whatever it is for you, make sure it's valuable and you don't have every single hour of your day boxed off over long periods of time. You will burn yourself out. As a leader, as a manager, as a coach, you have to be a great listener. I don't know who it was who said, maybe we have one mouth and two ears for a reason, to use our ears twice as much as we use our mouth. For speaking, I don't know. But listening, do you know, I strongly believe that listening, people think they can listen. Listening is an art. Listening is a discipline. 
really listening so that we hear. People say, I am listening. Yes, you're listening, but you do not hear. Because in order to hear, it takes more than just allowing the sound to go into your ears. It often requires, if not always requires, your mind. So if your mind is on something else, you will only be partially taking in what it is. You have to, you have to be fully awake and fully conscious and fully aware and fully immersed in the person who is speaking or communicating, whether that's live or not. Now, if you're dealing with a one-to-one and somebody is talking to you, you won't believe the power that you can have and the influence you can have on that person and the relationship you can develop with that person by being a real listener because you will set yourself aside from the crowd because most people do not listen because it is too much of a discipline to do so. They will tell you that they do, but they don't. Just try for 30 days to give every single person who communicates with you your absolute full attention. Turn towards them, show them your open body language, use your eyes, listen attentively, think about what it is they're saying. Don't interrupt, don't speak until they've finished. Repeat back to them what it is that they've communicated to you. Allow them to say it again in a different way if necessary and try that as a practice. It is extremely demanding, extremely difficult, and it's highly unusual. But you wouldn't believe what it does to the mind of the person who is doing the speaking. Without saying anything, those moments that you spend in that posture, in that activity, are worth more to them than a million dollars because most people want to be part of a relationship a community they want to be listened to they want to be heard there was a great phrase from I think it was a children's charity and if we're dealing with young players I think this is pretty perfect all I need said the advertising campaign all I need is a good listening to How true is that? Whether we're eight or 80, all we all need um, a lot of times is a good listening to be a great listener. Okay, let's move on. The next one is, we talked about this in a previous podcast. Sometimes we work and we work and we work and we work and we try and we do as much as we possibly can to achieve something whether that's in a training session, a coaching session, a game, and it doesn't, for whatever reason, work out the way that we want it. If we've given it absolutely everything we have, there comes a time when the most valuable thing to do is let go, step back, and just allow it to happen because the momentum will be too strong and we will just fritter away our energy, mental and physical trying to change something that already has momentum. 
And what happens in life is as you get a little bit of wisdom with your people, with your players, with your games, you recognize where momentum is and you ride momentum. You learn to step into the river as Abraham Hicks talks about and you learn to ride the river and you know when to step in and to step out and constantly paddling upstream uh, is a way to burn out. So it's that understanding when to let go. Is there anything as be, such as being fearless? Fear not. Teaching your players not to fear. To fear themselves, to fear the future, to fear games, to fear, op to fear opposition. Just to be in fear. Well, I prefer to look at it and I think a better way to look at it is to be courageous. There will always be things that are there to challenge us. That things that are oppositions, that look bigger than us, that look stronger than us. That the Goliath versus the David. And if we look for a life where there are, are no challenges, where we don't feel frightened and we run away from fear and we hide from it and we sidestep it, that is a way to mediocrity, in my humble opinion. A better approach is to learn to be courageous. A lady called Susan something, was it Jeffers, who wrote a book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, is, sums it up. Teach your players, your athletes, your people to be courageous. Stand firm in the sight of whatever it is that gives you butterflies. Coming to the last couple, we mentioned this before, we talked about it as the philosophy or one of the underlying philosophies of leader, manager, coach. Above all else, allow your values to guide you and be a good person. So in your life, in your sport, there will come opportunities where you can see a shortcut. And I'm not talking about opportunities to score a goal or to win a game. I'm talking about opportunities that are shortcuts and cheats. Handling the ball in football. Feigning injury. Tripping over a trailing leg. Not accidentally. On purpose. Conning the referee. And so on and so on and so on. Look, I personally do not condone any of those activities. They don't fit within my own personal value structure. And that is what this is all about. Because, you know, Brian Clough was one of the, the greatest managers of the, the 20th century. And he was probably the only person I can remember at that time who used to support referees. Most managers and players were criticising referees. Cluffy was the one who stood and had their back. And he wouldn't allow supporters or players to get away with, on the surface anyway, illicit behaviour, whether they could get away with it or not. And what I'm saying is, above all else, even if you have the opportunity and you think no one's looking and you can get away with it, do the right thing because in the long term, it will serve you well. Do the wrong thing 
In the short term, it may serve you well. In the long term, it won't. If you don't believe me, read Emerson's Compensation. And last but not least, going a full circle and to arrive back at the place we left and to know it for the first time, remember, it's all about the process. It is the process that forges us, that defines us, that distills us, and it all happens in baby steps. Baby steps of seconds, baby steps of minutes, baby steps of activities, of brush strokes, of practice sessions, of reading a paragraph, of one difficult conversation after another, and every opportunity is part of the process, is a baby step on the way. And after that baby step comes another one where we are allowed to renew and start afresh again. So that's the last point. Always, always, always having another opportunity to take one more step and make things slightly better for the next time. Onwards and upwards, building great people, building great players. Don't forget the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now, find out all the great free stuff we've got on there and um, have a look at all the educational material we've got on there. So share it, let me know what you think, www.robrows.co.uk and uh, as always, great to have you with us. Catch you later, bye-bye.